0: Okay, I hope everyone is doing wonderful doing well. Um, you know, this week's Parsha is, is a very special Parsha. Parsha's Shoftim, Parshat Shoftim. That's really interesting, this week's Parsha, Moshe HaBeidu explains, and delineates further to Kalal Yisrael the path that they should take for the future and preparing them for the reality without him. Because honestly, he's gonna go into Israel exactly we're not gonna have him as we had had previously. Now, Moshe teaches the nation about the concept of nevuah. It's really interesting, it says like this. I'm gonna read it from the English. A prophet from among, from your midst, shall Hashem, your God, establish for you, to him you shall hearken, you shall listen to him, in accordance with all that Hashem has taught, asher sha'alta, according to everything you asked at Har Sinai, at, at, at Chorev, the Torah calls it, on the day of the assembly, the day that we came together, saying, I can no longer hear the voice, this is Kalei speaking, I can no longer hear the voice of Hashem, because Hashem first spoke the first two Aser Sadebras, and Claudius Yisrael complained; they couldn't handle the Kadusha, Everyone started dying. It's the is filled with the, all explanations. So they said, "We can't hear Hashem anymore." This great fire, I can no longer see, lest I die. So Klal Yisrael, in a sense, was complaining. And turned to Hashem and said, "Hashem, I said Moshe, we can't hear Hashem anymore. It's too intense for us." So then, then Hashem turned to Moshe and said, "They have done well in what they have said. I will establish for them a prophet for among them, their brethren like you. I will place My words in his mouth." So therefore, you see that Moshe is explaining. That the reason why Klal Yisrael, why the nation of Israel got even the concept of Navur, of the concept of having an, a Navi to guide them is due to the fact that during the time of actual Kabbalah at the time when they were receiving the Torah at Sinai, they asked Moshe Rabbeinu to serve as the messenger rather than having Hashem speak to them directly. So they, they said that, Hashem, that we could not endure Hashem's intensity so much. So therefore Moshe came in and took the place. So the implication here is that, what does it seem to imply? that the special gift of Nevoah to the Jewish people was a direct result. It was a direct, it was a direct outgrowth of the fact that they complained and even even, it's a, even a reward. They complained that they needed a conduit, they needed a shaliaaf, they needed a messenger between Hashem and them. So why is this so? Why is this so? The people felt they weren't able to handle Hakash Hu's tremendous Srina, the power of Hashem. Seemingly, God could have provided prophets to Christ, or whether or not they had made the statement in Har Sinai. Why, does it, why did we need that moment, where Kalal Israel had said, we can't handle it anymore? Couldn't the schus of having prophets be independent from the nation's request? I mean, it doesn't need to come from the fact that they asked. Why was there a request a, request, a, pre- a prerequisite for this gift itself? So I'd like to suggest that the statement the Jewish people made was not just a request for a conduit, but it was also a statement of self-awareness. The nation came to the important, the important understanding that even human beings, even on their great level, where they're literally standing there, almost, holding by the level of that even they have limitations, that they cannot fathom the overpowered greatness, the, over, the, the immensity of godliness before them. And they realize, wow, we're so small in comparison to Hashem. At that point, that's when they came to the realization that we need a conduit between us and Hashem. The realization inherently Opposed to the nature is is opposed to the nature of man. We tend to think that uh, you know we can do much more. We can take on much more. We can bite off more than we can chew. But when we personally come to a humble perspective, when a person gets to a point where they realize where their true limitations are, now is that negative? No, it's not negative. It's knowing who you are better. Because when you know who you are better, you're then more able to plan an attack, to plan a possibility, a, a, a path for growth, how to build yourself. And I think that this connection, this idea is very much the ending of Elul and coming up to Shoshana, which is understanding who we are, our faults and our shortcomings is not the end of growth. If anything, it's the beginning of the real proper understanding of who we are, that we can be able to build ourselves to the people that we want to be. It can only come from that true assessment of where we are. And that's what Khalid is saying to Moshe Rabbeinu. We are so small, we can't handle it, therefore we need this. Is that a statement of, of, of failure? Is that a shortcoming that knocks them off the knees absolutely not it was an impediment it was it it's not an impediment to growth it's it. what spurs them to growth having someone to teach us having someone to build us up to having a messar to having Moshe Rabbeinu to be the conduit and everything and, and all leaders that in a sense have a of Moshe Rabbeinu himself it comes from that initial point of i need i need someone to teach me And levit. if someone is so embarrassed that they can't even ask the questions they're never gonna learn Growth comes from understanding where your shortcomings are and building upon it. That's the challenge. It's not easy. It's hard. It's painful. But that's chesed and nefesh. That's what the month of Elul is all about. Engaging in chesed and nefesh, true introspection of the thoughts of actually doing tshuva, and in doing so, we we'll become more aware of, our, of who we are, and then we'll be able to better plan how to do better. All the best. Have a wonderful Shabbat.